Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's the Morning Five for Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. And as always, brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Christ, today is National Thrift Shop Day. Awesome. Insert uh, your uh, uh, Macmore song here. Yeah, yeah, Thrift Shop. That was an awesome song. <laughs> I uh, I love thrift shops, man. I love shopping at those things. You always find, I not clothing-wise, because nine times out of ten, I can't find clothes that fit me at thrift shops, but like all the other stuff that they have there, um, paintings, <laughs> books, I'm not surprised. sporting attire. I love, I'm a massive, massive thrift store fan. Uh, that's, if we pass a thrift store, Oh, nine times out of ten, we stop and go in and see what they got in there. Okay. Also, National Black Cat Appreciation Day. I hate cats. <laughs> You're not the only one. Hard pass. Cats are evil. There's a reason the ancient Egyptians worshipped those things. They were terrified. If they didn't worship them, they come back and kill them and terrorize them. Cats are pure evil. Uh, dogs are bundles of happiness, and cats are bundles of evil dogs are better than cats and that's the end of it right there okay you know what's that's not a bundle of evil um dogs braves beat the mets again last night not only did we let's, beat the mets let's go we shut them out braves beat the oh, mets baby five to nothing uh matt olson with a absolute bomb i don't know if you saw this bryce he, 440 something feet yeah absolutely yeah he is what was listed and i think that's a little short a little conservative yeah <laughs> yeah i saw a tweet that said it, it just landed at Wahlburgers in the battery um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit further than 440 feet from home plate uh, a little bit <laughs> uh Grossman had a had a shot um, into the right field stance as well. Charlie Morton, six and two thirds innings, no runs, twelve Ks. That's right. That's that's not a typo. Twelve Ks and six and two thirds innings. Have I yourself mean, a game, Morton. That's exactly what you needed from Charlie, especially during Mets Week. Absolutely. Yeah, and that that seems to be sort of Morton's like mo recently, or not not recently. Honestly, all season is he'll have like the last time he went out, he was, was against Boston, six innings and five earned runs. Well, he comes back last night, goes six and two thirds, and strikes out uh, twelve and allows zero runs. And so, I mean, that's, I mean, back to back, or uh, excuse me, the past two of the past three starts has been that. I mean, the, the start before the Boston start against Philly was six and two-thirds, three hits, no earned runs, and eight Ks. And then he comes out in Boston, six innings, 
five runs. Well, then he goes out last night, six and two thirds, 12 Ks. So it's, uh, I think what we ought to do in the postseason is just skip Morton's every other start and see if we can get the <laughs> six and two thirds with zero earned runs, Morton, and not the six innings pitched and five earned runs, Morton. Um, but I mean, it's, it's crazy. If you look at his game log from this year, how consistent it is. Great start. Not a great start. Great start. Not a great start. Great start. Not a great start. Uh, it it is absolutely mind bottling how consistently inconsistent he is. Unbottling? Yeah, when you know when you're, all your thoughts get bottled up in your mind and you can't think about them straight. Mm. Mind bottling. Okay. Yeah. Braves are now three and a half games back in the in four in the lost column. Um, Max Scherzer on the mound tonight for the Metropolitans versus uh, Jake Odorizzi. So tonight, I I want nothing. I don't want the four inning pitched, four and two thirds innings pitched Jake Odorizzi. I want the six inning pitched Jake Odorizzi with uh, no runs. That's that's what I want from Odorizzi tonight. Yeah, I, I I don't really care what we get out of Odorizzi tonight, honestly. I just want to absolutely shell uh, Scherzer and DeGrom the next two nights. I'm glad we won the first two games of this series uh, because Scherzer and DeGrom are absolute work hosses. So, absolutely, we, we need to shell them. We need to come out and absolutely shell Scherzer and DeGrom. And, yeah, Jake Odorizzi has not had... Not had terrible starts, but not had the best of starts with the uh, with the Braves since coming over. Uh, he's pitched eight and two thirds, giving up four and runs. It's not awful, but I'd definitely like to see him go deeper in the games. And uh, there's still the possibility for a uh, Max Freed start tomorrow against uh, <laughs> Jake Degrom, but they still have yet to announce who's pitching tomorrow. So it's yeah, either going to be me, Kyle Wright, or. Uh, Max Reed, one of the two. Either way, yep. no no there. starter tomorrow or the first game in Houston yet. So yeah, it'll be. I want I want to see Freed bring Freed back. You know, it would be good to see Freed, but at the same time, if he stays another day and we put Kyle Wright out there, and Kyle Wright has pitched very well too. So I don't that mean that that's great. Kyle Wright's pitched fine and he's a good pitcher. I don't want to see Kyle Wright versus Degrom. I want to see Freed versus Degrom. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what else happened <laughs> yesterday that was just crazy good uh i think aa went from a gray wizard to a white wizard which Dude, if anybody knows their lord of the rings lore is a better wizard wizard he's a wizard there's no doubt about it in my mind and the braves michael harris the second agreed to an eight-year 72 million dollar extension and you know secretly somewhere in the back of his mind dansby swanson is is probably kicking himself for saying that he didn't want to um, talk about a contract extension during the season. If you have to think about that, right? Because <sighs> maybe I don't think Dansby. I don't know. I don't think he's worried about that, especially from like just the interviews I've seen him do, and especially the interview on the Pat McAfee show. I don't think Dansby's really worried about getting a deal done during the regular season. I think after the season's over, um, after we win the World Series this year, I think they'll get a deal done with Dansby. I think Dansby's going to stay. Um, but I mean, eight years, $72 million for Michael Harris, that averages out to about $9 million a year that we're going to pay Michael Harris, who is probably going to be our everyday center fielder for the next easily probably five to six years. So <laughs> he's, he's already that's, got that's, 12, that's absurd. He's already got 12 home runs in, in 70... 
or 60 at bat or 60 games and he he wasn't supposed to be here <laughs> no no he didn't even play in triple a like he has no uh, he went straight from double a up to here Von uh, yeah hadn't played in triple a either and he's already breaking records i mean it, this is just uh, it's i don't know what's gonna happen like i I wonder if Vaughn Grissom even has um, Rookie of the Year odds now because I don't um, know. I mean, I, he obviously hasn't played enough. It, realistically, he obviously hasn't played enough games to even be in the Rookie of the Year conversation. Nor should he be. But I think that's a that's a fun thing to look at. Is I mean, we have two legit candidates for Rookie of the Year, and if Vaughn Grissom would have got called up earlier, uh, you know, he he would have been in the running as well. It'd be interesting to see what he does down the stretch. But yeah, I mean. The young core for the Braves is locked up for the next, what, five or six years with everybody. I mean, this team is going to be competitive for a long, long time. Yeah, and the other thing that happened uh, last night that was really interesting for me is the fact that Mike Soroka had his first rehab assignment last night in Rome. And man, did he ever. Did he Mike ever. Mike Four innings pitched. Um... Eight Ks. It looked awesome. I mean, that, yeah, wow. no earned runs, only one hit. That's what you need. That's exactly what the doctor ordered for Soroka to go down there and AAA and get that arm right, get that healthy, man. Come back at the end of, I don't know, end of, end of August, beginning of September, and that might be a little early, but come back and give us a uh, come back and give us a fresh playoff arm. Yeah. Even if Soroka's a long relief man out of the bullpen, I'll take that. Uh, Jeff Passan had a tweet last night about the. Uh, the, uh, extension and he said how to keep the core together by the Braves X freed through 2024 Kyle Wright through 2026 Contreras 27 Strider 27 Albies 27 Von Grissom 28 Acuna 28 Michael Harris 2030 Matt Olson 2030 and Austin Riley through 2032 and I'm going to go ahead and assume we're going to add Dansby Swanson to that list this offseason. I think we re-signed him. Maybe it's not as long of a contract as we've seen some of these other players get, but I think Dansby's going to re-sign. Might only be like a, I don't know, maybe a two- or three-year deal, but I think Dansby re-signs this offseason as well. Five stripes have a game tonight, Bryce, right? Yeah, they sure do. They're at home versus the New York Red Bulls. And, you know, the last time we faced the New York Red Bulls, they were one of the best teams, hottest teams in the East. Well, they've cooled down a little bit. And now is when you have got to strike against the New York Red Bulls. They are still a playoff team. So playing a playoff team means you have to get three points. We we play back-to-back games with teams against teams that are in the playoffs currently. But, yeah, tonight this is uh, – one of five remaining home games for the five stripes. You got to win these. You have got to win the home games. And then, like I said earlier this week, you've got to go out and win one of those away games that you're probably not expected to win. Uh, so you need 15 points from the five remaining home games. This is the first one of the five. You need to capitalize on an out-of-form New York Red Bulls team now. Uh, they have two wins in their last nine games. So, you know, we played New York Red Bulls a while back, and since then they've played nine games, and they only won, they've only won two of them. Uh, They have one point out of their last five games, so they are certainly a team that is on the downtrend, and they've got to hop all over them. It's a talented squad, but for some reason right now, they're not not playing well, and they are in jeopardy of uh, not hosting a playoff game, which, you know, a month and a half, two months ago, we thought they might challenge for the number one seed in the East, but right now, they won't even host a playoff game as it sits. Um, 
don't leave it until the last to get a decision from this game like we have the past two. Uh, my heart can't take it. Please have a comfortable lead going into like the 80th minute. Like, give me a two-goal lead going into the 80th minute or somewhere around there. Please don't leave it to the very last to either win or draw. We don't we don't need a draw, but don't leave it to the last to get a decision out of this. I want to see Joseph be a bit more aggr- uh, aggressive tonight. Uh, be selfish. Be aggressive. You're Joseph Martinez. You're a veteran of the league, and the only reason Atlanta United is Atlanta United is because of what you have given us. Um, if, if we need you later later in the game, be aggressive. You know, you're the captain. Be aggressive and, and do what you want with the ball. And then uh, Rocco's Rio Novo, man. I, I think he had his best performance with Atlanta United over the weekend. Really stood on his head to steal out a hockey term uh, and had probably four or five saves, one or two of them. He had no business saving, and he did. He's played great. And Gonzalo Pineda showed fantastic patience staying with the young kid and letting him develop and letting him figure out, you know, sort of, how to play keeper for this team and how to be organized with them. So it'll be interesting to see if he can follow up that performance from the weekend with another fantastic performance from New York Red Bulls. I mean, right now, Atlanta United is next to last in the standings, but we're only four points out of a playoff position. So next to last sounds terrible, but when, you, when you're only four points out of a playoff position and you have a game in hand, uh, it's a little bit better, so... Come out and get three points at home versus a struggling New York Red Bulls team. And let's go into the weekend uh, with a game against the Columbus crew with a chance to get into playoff position. Okay. Well, let's hope that the uh, five stripes can pull that off because I I know that you're busy tonight. I'm busy tonight, but I know I'm going to be keeping an eye on both the Braves and the five stripes separate oh yeah i'll be busy at a place that has tvs um so we will definitely have (laughs) yeah we'll we'll definitely have soccer on despite probably everybody at the place will be at not being soccer fans i don't care we're having soccer on (laughs) all right right i got more executive decision (laughs) for high school football uh tonight or excuse me friday outside versus Cleburne county Cleburne County was five and six last season uh, in Alabama, and doesn't sound great. Outside and has already made the playoffs. So well, congratulations! Here we go. Um, they don't have to do much in terms of the season as far as the preseason is concerned. Uh, they've got two games against uh, Bowden and uh, uh, they got um, they got. So they do have. Uh, oh, you talking about in, in preseason for Mount oh, Zion? Region. It was uh, Temple and Bowden. Region. Oh, and it, the region. The region is Christian Heritage, Christian Heritage. and Bowden. That's what I was thinking. It, uh, yes. But it just it didn't sound right when it was coming out of my head <laughs> into my mouth. I said, "Nope, that's not right." Um, yeah, <laughs> Christian Heritage and Bowden are the only two uh, region games that they have. So outside of that, this is all going to be preseason, quote unquote. You know the the non-region schedule. So. Um, you know, Bryce seems to think that Mount Zion is going to be our surprise team in the area, which is awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think they're going to be the team that comes up. I mean, you look at the past three seasons: one and nine, eight and three, seven and four. Uh, I, I think they could be somewhere between that eight and three, seven, or excuse me, the like eight and two, seven and three in the regular season. I think this team's going to surprise a lot of people in our area. I think they're going to be extremely competitive just from what I've seen from them in preseason. I, I like Mount Zion to, to come up and, and be a very competitive team and make it maybe make it to the second round of the playoffs. There you go. 
I'm talking yeah. four and one under Brad Gordon uh, in season openers. So that's that's a good thing. And plus, you know, that's Brad, promising. Brad Gordon's such a good coach, man. He really is. Um, and you know, our family notwithstanding, uh, he's he's a really good guy too. Um, but we're also excited to see what Malachi Ackles has in store for this season. This is his senior year. <sighs> So let's uh, let's go, Ackles. Let's see what you got, buddy. That kid is that kid is crazy talented. Yeah, I love watching him play. He really is. So that's that's what the our preview is for Mount Time versus Playburn. All right, Billy. Last night we had a bunch of softball and volleyball going on in our area on the Marine South scoreboard. For softball, Carrollton beat Westlake sixteen to nothing. In three innings. Central beat her, and yeah, yeah, they uh, they shut them out. They wanted to get home early for dinner. The Carrollton Trojan girls were hungry, uh, so they said, "You know what? We're going to take care of these uh, girls in three innings. We're going to get home and have an early dinner." So, congratulations to them on a nice, nice little shutout there. Uh, Central beat Heard County last night in a game I so wish I could have been at seven to five. Central beat Heard in nine innings. Uh, I mean, that's that's two state champions right there. Two teams that are ranked number one, I believe, in their classifications in the state, according to the coaches box. Um, that, I mean, that's that's a playoff softball right there. Emma Shoemaker came through with a go ahead two run home run in the seventh for Central uh, Mount Zion beat Woodward Academy eight to two last night. Congratulations to the Eagles. Villarica at Banneker was postponed. Apparently, they did not have any officials. Uh, any referees that were assigned to that game. Um, so that game has been postponed. What I don't the think hell? they have announced when. But yeah, that's what I said too, dude. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get our good friend Charles Jetmore on that because I know Jet wouldn't allow that to happen. Come on, GHSA, um, do better. Good Lord. So Villaric, I think they said they're going to try to reschedule it uh, at some point this week. So once they reschedule it, if they reschedule it, we will have that updated for y'all uh, on here on the Morning 5. And then Bowden beat Temple last night, nine to nothing. The only two softball teams that lost last night in our area were teams that were also playing other softball teams in our area. So the elite softball and women's athletics that are out here on the west side continue uh, with softball last night. In volleyball, Carrollton lost to Sandy Creek two to one. I do not have a score for the new Manchester volleyball match last night. Uh, Central lost to Villarica two to nothing. I do not have a score for the Bremen versus Central volleyball uh, uh, game last night. Heard lost to Northside two to nothing, and then beat Harrelson County two to one. And then Temple lost to Cass two to nothing, and then beat Gordon Central two to nothing. Tonight on the Stumpet games and events calendar, not a bunch. We don't do a lot of stuff on Wednesdays around here. Lagrange is at Heard County at six in softball. And then Villarica is at Bremen at 645 in softball. Billy, last night I saw some pictures from Stumpet uh, about them grinding some stumps. Dude, you can't even you can't even see where they did their work. Like it looks so beautiful. I saw like three or four pictures last night of them doing work out in Douglasville, and it looks absolutely fantastic. If you need a stump ground to get it out of your front lawn or back lawn or something, call Stumpet, man. They'll get it done and it'll look beautiful. I love the little cedar pine like wood chip piles they leave it looks so pretty tim horsley texted me yesterday so uh grateful to have uh stump it still on board with us uh all right bryce you need another cup of coffee 
I 1000% do, ma'am. All right, another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. <clears throat> in Villarica, Patrick Reed files a definite defamation lawsuit against the Golf Channel commentator Brandon Chambly. What? <laughs> yeah. What the so, hell? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. They, uh, uh, Patrick Reed has claimed that Brandon Chambly has essentially killed his brand and talked bad about him on the Golf Channel, and there's been a conspiracy that the Golf Channel, Chambly, and Jay Monahan have all conspired against Patrick Reed to make him not a favorable name since Patrick Reed, quote-unquote, was 23. Um, so, yeah, he is now suing uh, Chambly, and I believe the Golf Channel is also thrown into that mix. So wow. Patrick Reed is a world-class, not a very nice person. So I can't stand Patrick Reed. He's literally the only golfer on any tour that I actively hate. Um, he's just not a good person. He got kicked out of the University of Georgia for stealing laptops, and he's cheated multiple times in the PGA Tour. So he's, he's, a, he's a world-class jerk. Speaking of the PGA Tour, Tiger Woods and other top PGA Tour players meet amid live golf strife. They're expected to make suggestions to Commissioner Jay Monahan. I saw a tweet about this last night that was uh, had, or it was a uh, TikTok that had the whole fine, I'll do it myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, I saw I was, that. I was laughing pretty hard about that. Uh, yeah, they had a they had a who's who of golf last night. I mean, you got Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, um, all of them sort of joining forces together and making sure the PGA Tour uh, stays strong and you know progresses in the way they want to see it progress. I mean, it's going to be a, a massive a massive loss if they lose Cam Smith, and that's sort of still up in the air. But it's like a ninety five percent sure that cam smith is going over to the liv tour wow wow yep yep green bay packers aaron Rodgers frustrated with drops inconsistency by young players i mean what do you expect man i mean when your front office does says uh no we're gonna trade away your best wide receiver and uh just keep keep sending uh sending you rookies and and young wide receivers for your core what what do you expect yeah, I, I feel I know a lot of people don't air, like Aaron Rodgers, and it is what it is. I, I'm a big Aaron fan just because of Pat McAfee. Um, and he, dude, he's got his work cut out for him out there. I mean, this is his starting wide receivers: Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, and Randall Cobb. That's a great wide receiver core in 2018. You know, 2017. Yeah. Uh, he either has old guys or he has rookies who have never played in the NFL. So, I I don't I. I don't think it's going to be a good year for Aaron. I don't think he's going to go a three-peat in MVP voting. So it's it's going to be tough, dude. It's going to be very tough up there for Aaron this year. And finally today in 1933, Major League Baseball player Luke Gehrig plays his record 1,308th consecutive game. He was the original Iron Man. Yep. My granddaddy's favorite player, Lou Gehrig. He loved Lou Gehrig. Well, he was a pretty decent player. Decent. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was pretty decent. Nah, man, let's get out of here on a Wednesday. It's hump day, which means we are two days away from high school football. Two. And we cannot wait. But for Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindahl. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>